0: Welcome to the Get Loved Up podcast. I'm Koya Webb, founder of Get Loved Up, where we inspire you to love yourself more, love others more, and love the planet more. Each week, I'll interview a special guest who will share their insights on how they practice daily self-care, tackle tough challenges in life, and thrive in the world one breath at a time. You will be inspired to take control of your life as you heal yourself mentally, Spiritually and physically, and create a reality in alignment with your deepest passions. Let's get loved up. Hi, I'm Koya Webb and welcome back to the Get Loved Up podcast. I'm here with Kimberly Snyder. She is the founder of Saluna Lifestyle Brands and the Author of Recipes for Your Perfectly Imperfect Life. Kimberly, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you
1: so much for having me. I'm excited to spend some time together. I
0: know. I was (laughs) just I was just on her podcast and now she's on mine. And we just dove in. Yes. Because you have a lot going on right now. She's a new mom. Yes. She has fifth book out. Fifth book just came out. And your best book, right? I think this is the
1: best one, the most from my heart. Just from where I am in my life. Mm -hmm. I also became a new mom, I just lost my mom mm. and I launched Saluna as an extension of, I had been I had the food blog for a while and it kept growing and growing but we actually launched Saluna in October. Wow. Which is supplements and skincare and our juice at the Four Seasons, so it just keeps <laughs> expanding. How do you do it all? How do you do it all? So I would say, Koya, um, well first of all, as you know, I construct my schedule really around my son. He's right. almost three. I do a lot, during his nap time I do a lot before he wakes up and i'm very fortunate to work at home i say no to things that i don't connect with i Mm. have a great team and one thing i have is a very strong morning practice
0: okay it's one of the
1: things i teach in my philosophy if you don't start the day off really on on point then it's very hard for me to catch up
0: so we gotta hear it your morning routine
1: so first of all the night before i turn my phone in airplane mode
0: oh that's a good which is huge
1: because when i wake up it stops me from getting right on my phone and getting into Instagram and emails and already right. sort of being out of my body and being, being disconnected. Mm. So the first thing I do is I sit and I do, depending on the day, depending on how much time, but I do some sort of meditation practice, right. breathing practice. Mm. I practice Kriya Yoga, which is my guru Paramahansa Yogananda's technique. But basically I'm just in my bed. First thing I do is settle into my body. Mm-hmm. As someone who's had eating disorders and gets stressed I find if I don't breathe and get into my body, it's easy for me to eat a bunch of chocolate or food cravings. So the meditation part is essential. Hmm. Then I drink hot water with lemon, which Mm -hmm. I highly recommend because all that lemon is really supportive for your liver, which is your main detoxifying organ and your fat burning organ. Mm -hmm. And then I take two SBO probiotics, Mm -hmm. which is super key. SBO stands for Soil Born Organism Probiotics. Mm -hmm. And this is based on all our ancestors pulling vegetables from the garden and eating a little bit of dirt. We're meant to be that close in contact with nature. And these types of probiotics grow healthy organic gardens Mm -hmm. and it really nurtures our system. And so this really is great for our skin, our immunity, our energy. So you can take two with your hot water with lemon and then your glowing green smoothie, which mm. is my signature smoothie. I've had all my clients drink over the years. Right. And this is a mix of greens, lemon juice, and high-fiber fruit. Mm-hmm. And this, again, just settles your system. It's tons of fiber, tons of minerals, antioxidants. It's the best way to start the day. So you're getting all that nutrition right from the beginning. Sounds amazing. So I know if I do those steps. Right. Even if the rest of the day is crazy and I'm, I'm you know, going out to eat with friends and not eating perfectly or... Right everything gets chaotic. If I start with that base, I Mm -hmm. feel like everything works better.
0: Right. You set yourself up. You
1: set yourself up.
0: Yeah. That's so beautiful. And what do you feel like, you know, because being a mom, like, what do you feel like you have to make sure you do in addition to your nutrition for in the meditation for your son?
1: Oh, for my son, Mm -hmm. for for his well-being? Yeah. Well, he really eats whatever I eat. Mm -hmm. So that's the biggest thing for me. One of the biggest things uh, Uh nutrition-wise is we're used to seeing kids' sections on menus. Right. But when you travel around the world, and I backpack for three years. You and I talked about this. I was in Africa for seven months. I was in Asia for 18 months. They don't have kids' food. Right. Adult, Adult food. food. Yeah, so he sees me having the GGS. So he drinks the glowing green smoothie. Right. We have a garden, which you saw going. Oh, so
0: beautiful. So he
1: picks it with me and he understands the concept of food right. coming from the garden. So it's just, you know, whatever I'm eating, he's naturally eating. And I know one day everybody says, well, what, what are you going to do? when he grows up and he wants junk food. So that's fine. Like, I'm sure he'll experiment. But at least he right. has that base and the mm-hmm. microbiome. It's so nourishing for his gut now. Right. And then if he wants to experiment later fine. He still has that base. Yeah.
0: He has that solid foundation. I think that's so important because I did not have a healthy foundation. What do you feel like? So after you get your morning routine, we talk about in your book recipes for the perfectly imperfect life. So your life, you, it looks like you got everything together. Your son is on routine. You have these books, you have this company. So what goes wrong in your life?
1: I mean, honey, if you look at the cover, I'm like slouched as myself (laughs) on the porch and my other four books I'm in like a tight dress, like perfectly posed. And that's Mm. just where I was. It was about, you know, really trying to control the image of how I looked. Mm. And now after last year, my mom passed away very Mm. suddenly um, within six. We found out she had cancer on Valentine's Day and then Mm. she was gone in six weeks. That burst open my heart it Mm -hmm. burst open all the bs everything this book was meant to be a children's nutrition book at first i don't Mm -hmm. know if i told you this they shot me pregnant on the cover that was meant to be the cover and then this happened and i said i see so much confusion koya and wellness people being Mm -hmm. more stressed they don't know what to eat they're scared of bananas because the sugar but Mm -hmm. they're eating processed bars because they can tally up the protein I just see all this stuff and things that aren't authentic and aren't real and don't feel good. Right. So this to me is, it feels good to be real. Mm-hmm. It feels good to be connected with ourselves. Right. So even though we can say, oh, you're an entrepreneur and you're a mom and blah, 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 your wellness. Right. It doesn't mean there isn't struggle. So I talk yeah. about in this book, dealing with grief, you know, mm-hmm. really for the first time. This is the first time I lost someone really close to me right. and letting all this imagery soften and showing a real side of me taught this is my fifth book I'm never I'm a nutritionist first time I talk about having eating disorders
0: right I was so what does your eating disorder look
1: like so in high school I was bulimarexic Mm. so basically I was trying to you know be thinner eat less eat less eat less undiagnosed anorexia but I was so thin right and then I was running track I was doing distance I was cross-country and I started getting so hungry that I would have to eat and then I would feel guilty so then I was purging Mm. and hiding it and this went Mm. on pretty much almost all through high school. And... I've had I've struggled with food and afterwards in college I ended up partying a lot I ate a lot of late night pizza a ton of beer I was a drinker I was a partier so mm. then I gained over 30 pounds and I'm not that tall and mm-hmm. I had really bad acne my hair mm. wouldn't grow so I swung the other way and then I tried all these diets including Atkins oh my which goodness. is crazy because I've been plant-based now for over a decade right but I tried this all you know when I was 18 19 20 years old just trying to figure it out in my body mm-hmm. and so I have been through a lot and then when I started learning this way to what I call liberation Mm -hmm. this way where you can eat without counting everything when you understand more about digestion and how the body can process things I just let go of all the dieting all the calorie counting and Mm -hmm. I just have a lot more energy Mm -hmm. but I'm not perfect I eat chocolate sometimes and I still um like wine sometimes mm-hmm. and I eat a lot of coconut ice cream. But right. I've gotten past, I've worked a lot on not beating myself up. Mm-hmm. And one of the interesting things in this book is the research about bloating and inflammation as connected to our mind. Mm-hmm. So when people come to me about bloating, you know, giving up dairy, giving up gluten, taking probiotics, the things that help physically, mm-hmm. but there's research showing when we hold on to guilt and shame and these circular thought patterns in our mind, even though we don't see them, it manifests in physical bloating. Right. It manifests in actually uh, inflammation biomarkers. Mm-hmm. So the things, even though we don't see them, it's really affecting us.
0: Our bodies. Yes. What do you feel like is the transition? Because you say you went from being having this eating disorder Yes. To, and it being more bulimia, anorexia, to overeating Yeah. eating. So tell me a little, talk a little bit about how you really got out of the, the eating. The what, what helped you transition?
1: Sure. So yeah, you're right. It went from control, control, control to let it all go. So Mm -hmm. there wasn't a healthy balance. So I was like swinging this way and this way. Mm -hmm. This, um, my first job out of college was in Australia. Mm. And by the way, I had terrible constipation. I was bloated all the time. I had really bad acne. Like I said, I had no energy. I was Mm. drinking diet soda. So for me, I hit rock bottom where I didn't feel connected to my body and I didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. then I went to miracle of miracles. I went to the gym cause I didn't go that much, <laughs> but I saw a sign about detoxing right? and I knew nothing about it, mm-hmm. but I went in and this nutrition, this group of nutritionists, they started asking me about my digestion and how often I went to the bathroom <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to talk about that. Tell me the good stuff. Tell me how I can lose weight in an right. easier way. And they were like, it's all connected. Mm. So this is when the light bulb went off for me. Mm -hmm. And I just started understanding more. It was educating, right? Instead of getting out of numbers, this reductionist approach, how many calories, how many grams of carbs, more about how to eat for really anatomy in our bodies. And then I was so excited about learning. That's when I started backpacking. Mm -hmm. It was going to be three weeks. I'd saved enough money. And ended up being three years. Wow. And the really big part about that, like I said, I was in Africa and Asia mostly, but Mm -hmm. some South America. So I wasn't in Europe. I wasn't in Canada or the U.S. or australia i was out of the western world right and this is where my perspective of beauty and wellness really came from Mm. i saw the most gorgeous women in countries like zimbabwe Mm -hmm. and mongolia and japan that had amazing skin and energy and confidence and power Mm. and weren't obsessed about eating but yet you know were balanced and into their weight but had all this energy and I thought, wow, that's the kind of beauty I want. That's mm. that's what I want to emulate. That's what I want to... And I didn't even know I was going to teach it yet. Right. I was trying to learn it for myself. Mm-hmm. But that was really life-changing for me. And then wow. when I came back, I started... You know, I started my stuff. free vlog and then went back to nutrition school and it grew and grew and grew. But Koya, those three years mm. in Africa and Asia were
0: life-changing. That's beautiful. So do you suggest travel for people who are really trying to figure things out? Like, How did that travel impact you well, as far I don't, as figuring?
1: I'm not, sure, I'm not sure it's realistic for anyone to, tra- you know, to travel for that long, to break mm-hmm. the mindset. I think travel is always great when we can do it. I think taking a pause, retreats are amazing. Mm-hmm. But I think that... Something as simple as, again, the, the morning ritual. Anytime you can break the cycle. Right. So in the morning, what we were talking about is we haven't been on social media yet. We haven't mm-hmm. been on the news. We haven't been in email. We're not in the world yet. Right. So even just taking that mini travel break, mm-hmm. five, ten minutes, going within yourself. Right. Doing that day after day is such a powerful thing thing to do Mm -hmm. and then I think you know reading about positivity and digestion like different ways of looking at wellness other than this very Mm lack-based very confusing mentality that I think unfortunately is out there where people are scared of what to eat I think that separates us from ourselves. so Mm -hmm. just being really careful what we're reading what we're surrounding ourselves what what's being fed into us only choosing positive you know, people only following people that are positive and inspiring, for instance. Right. I think we have to control the noise that's coming in, even if we can't go off for three years.
0: <laughs> I think that's beautiful because I feel like people. Do want to know how can I do it on my daily? Yes, that's and it. And they can Real travel life. within their their home, just traveling to a place of connection to self. Exactly. And can you talk about that? Like, how is your connection to self now? Because you're living with your family, and I yes. know everyone wants to know how is that possible? Being an independent woman, a business owner, a new mom, and you know having to share space. Yes. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I will say that. Being a new mom,
1: I'm a huge proponent of raising a child in a village. Mm -hmm. I think it's very lonely. I think it's very hard for moms that are on their own if they're not working and they're just home isolated a lot of times. I think Mm -hmm. that's really, really hard and I don't think that's natural. Again, being in Africa, being in countries like Fiji, you see how the village comes and everybody is Mm -hmm. sharing and together in community. So I think community is really important. Mm. That being said, since my mom (laughs) passed away, my dad moved in with us and he travels. He's like here a month. He travels Mm -hmm. for two months. But that has its own challenges. I haven't lived with my dad since high school. Wow. You know, so to suddenly have a parent in, I think you have to strike the balance of, you know, I need alone time. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we do things together, but he has made friends in the community. So, you know, he does stuff on his (laughs) own too. And I think we have to be flexible. Sometimes when he leaves, you know, dishes and and stuff around the kitchen, he's kind of messy. I just say to myself, you know, what's the most important thing here? Like I try to bring it back to gratitude, which is what we were talking about. I'm grateful my dad is around. He sees his grandson every day. Mm-hmm. If he leaves a mess, if he's like, you know, not thinking about helping around the house, whatever. Right. You know, you just have to pick and choose your battles. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. Yeah. Um, when my mom was, was sick, I could tell, and I think this happens you know, for a lot of, I've never witnessed someone actually pass. Mm-hmm. And I feel really grateful I was in the hospital bed with her when she mm-hmm. took her last breath. And sometimes you see people and the doctors told me this happens, but they don't want to let go mm-hmm. because my parents have been married for like 40 years. Mm-hmm. So I promised my mom, hey, wow. I'm going to take care of daddy. Like, don't worry. It's okay to let go. This is when mm-hmm. we knew like she was not going to recover. Right. So I also feel good knowing that I'm integrity like I promised my mom and I'm gonna uphold that right. even though life isn't always easy yeah. and sometimes I do get annoyed with my dad <laughs> but I try to bring it back to you know what's really important important here. Right. And then I also have an auntie, I call her. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm Filipino. I had an auntie that lived with us growing up. This is very, you know, getting back to the community. So she's with us Monday through Friday and she helps around the house, you mm-hmm. know, with the cooking and the cleaning and she's around right. so that my priority is Emerson, my son, number one, the family, my dad, mm-hmm. and the number two, Saluna, my business. Right. But I think we have to be realistic. If I'm going to work from home in this chaotic mess. I need someone helping with the we house. Stuff. We do need to outsource stuff. I don't think we can do it all. Mm. So whatever that looks like, you know, if it means, um, you know, shifting things around, like I don't, I don't take as elaborate vacations necessarily. Right. I don't, shop as much as I used to, because to me, it's more of a priority to get the auntie helping in the house. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like looking at your priorities and seeing where to, you know, where to budget, where to put resources that are the most important for you. Because what's right for me and what's right for you, you know, everybody has a different
0: version. But everyone needs to prioritize. That's right. That's That's beautiful. I want to dive a little bit into grief because I feel like a lot of people have experienced loss of a loved Mm. one, loss of a job and things like that what would be your top, you know, being through it yourself, what would be your top three tips for dealing with grief?
1: Yeah. I mean, it it goes through many layers. I mean, mm-hmm. she's been gone for again, over a year now. Right. And I talk about it, talk about it. But the other day, someone asked me a question on the podcast and I just started weeping. Mm-hmm. So I think there's layers of of pain and understanding and surrender that go for a while. So Mm -hmm. the first thing I will say is just let yourself feel. Every day is gonna be really different Mm -hmm. um, and you have to be authentic for that. In the beginning, I would cry, but then there were days I felt better if I was doing something. Some mm. people will take a lot of time off work, but for me, I started going into work and doing things because if I just sat and sat, I started to not, that didn't feel good to me. Right. So I think, first of all, just being really authentic is mm-hmm. important. Uh, number two, uh, community, mm. getting it out. Um, there's this healer, therapist I work with. I leaned on her a lot. To talk, because I had, my dad was leaning on me. Like, family was leaning on me. I still had my son. I still had all this stuff. Like, who am I going to lean on? Right. You know, so I had to reach out for these resources, to close friends. And really, again, we can't do everything on our own. Mm -hmm. So I think whoever you trust, whoever feels good to you, journaling was huge for me too, Mm -hmm. Koya. Like, it was Mm -hmm. the one place, no one's going to read my journal. I could be really authentic Um, And I passed through all these stages of anger. Like, this isn't fair. My grandmother's still alive and she's 90. Why did my mom pass so early? Like, my mom's mom is still Mm -hmm. alive. So I assumed she's going to help me raise my son and she's going to be around. So there was this anger Mm -hmm. and that had to pass through. Um, And number three, the letting go technique was everything for me. Mm, So I talk about, I talk about this in the new book too, Mm -hmm. Perfectly Imperfect Life. So what it is, is there's a difference between thoughts and feelings. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really get this. We can justify things with thoughts endlessly. This isn't fair. Oh, she's this age. My son's this, you know, you can think all these things, right? but the feeling If you focus on the feeling really intensely, and a lot of times we can locate it in our body. Mm -hmm. So the letting go technique is to stop focusing on the thoughts and focus on the feeling Mm -hmm. and go into the feeling. And Dr. David Hawkins, who's a psychologist that talks about this technique, he says, if you really go into a feeling, it will usually dissipate in about 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. really letting yourself feel. So you see, you know, Eckhart Tolle says this too, the only way out is through. So I would let myself feel instead of shying away or distracting or numbing or Mm -hmm. whatever, feel that intense, intense pain, that loss, that grief. And it's like a well. Eventually you get to the bottom of the well Mm -hmm. if you actually experience it and then it comes out. Mm
0: -hmm. And I I
1: found that I would go into the grief. I would go into it and then 10 minutes or so later it would pass. And the next time it would come, I would let myself feel it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that helped me heal a lot faster because, again, I wasn't trying to divert it or shy away from it. I was going right into it. Mm. So that's something I would recommend for anyone going through grief is to practice this technique because eventually we go to the, you know, if we're repressing and suppressing our emotions, grief can go on for years and decades. But instead of feeling it, it does start to come out. And that Mm. was helpful to me.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, I think that's good advice. And what book was that? Um, they so, learn
1: well my mom I talk about it in detail but the the, the Dr. David Hawkins has uh-huh. an amazing book actually called Letting Go. Letting Go. Okay. Yeah and he's awesome. a whole grief section he has a section on anxiety,
0: uh, anger. Mm. So it's he talks about each That's one too and he's amazing. Amazing Beautiful. pioneer. Wow. So what happens um, when you, okay, so you're raising your son and I know you have specific things that you believe in. Yes. And just for our moms out there, can you share some of what you believe in raising a healthy plant-based, correct? Yes. Plant-based Plant-based son. Like how, how does that work for you? And what are your tips for the moms out there and how to figure out raising oh, okay. a plant-based?
1: So first of all, I didn't know what kind of mom I was going to be. I mm-hmm. think for a lot of first-time moms, you focus a lot on the birth. Right. So I was reading all these birth stories and all this stuff. And then when he was born, lo and behold, my natural instinct was to become an attachment parent. Mm. So that means he was on me all the time in a carrier. I didn't use a stroller until... He was at least 14 months. Mm -hmm. So he's literally strapped to my body. And because of that, we are actually still nursing. We're still breastfeeding. And And how old is he now? He's almost three. (laughs) He says two and a half. Which, by the way, in Africa Uh and other countries, I see they can nurse till three, four, five. Mm -hmm. You know, in our country, it's like kind of you know, a little bit more unusual. Right. But it can happen. And for Mm -hmm. me it just feels really natural. Right. So he was in there and I'm eating a very um one thing when I became a mom, Mm -hmm. and I have you know a lot of articles about this, I did start to have more fat in my diet Mm -hmm. because that will really help the lactation besides hydration. Mm -hmm. Um besides all you know the good the good, you know, lactation foods like oats and brown rice and fennel and certain things like that. To me, I just started having the coconut milk and able to produce, produce, produce. So he took to the breast milk. I was very Mm -hmm. lucky. He latched well. So he had that foundation of having all that breast milk. Then we did baby led weaning, which is where they hold, they start to regulate broccoli sticks and steamed veggies. And they start to know how to chew instead of, I didn't blend a lot of food for him, Mm. um, except for the glowing green smoothie, which his first diet. And I think if you are a mom-to-be or you're a new mom, or even if, you know, maybe you didn't do this, but you could try to bring it in now, even if your kid's like nine years old, Mm -hmm. a foundation of greens Mm. is so key. Mm -hmm. So the glowing green smoothie, he drinks like three of them a day. Sometimes he has more than me. That was his first food of breast milk Mm. and then I will say as a plant-based mom first of all do not listen to the noise out there there's Mm. so much misinformation there's so much fear-based thinking there's so many doctors which don't have nutritional training that'll Mm -hmm. say oh but you need cow's milk and you need the protein you don't Bubby right. has never had any dairy. There's mm-hmm. actually a correlation between dairy and ear infections. There's a lot mm-hmm. of research around certain things. And Bubba is
0: healthy. Bubba is healthy. <laughs> he's so healthy. He has never been to the doctor. Tell them how much he
1: weighed. <laughs> I mean, he's, you see, he's a huge oh, yeah. boy. A big, but he's big. never been to the doctor except for mandatory checkups. He's right. never been sick, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. So again, back to what I was saying earlier, he eats whatever I eat. Right. So lentils and you know, veggies and stir fries. And I eat this gluten-free avocado hummus wrap and that's what he eats. Mm. So I think it's really important that, we embody how we want our children to eat. And we don't have to think it's separate. I see moms going nuts with like, well, what are all the kids' snacks? And Mm -hmm. I mean, that can be convenient and fun when they're in school. But early, 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 when they're eight months off getting off breast milk, like to three, just give them a little bit of what you're eating. That, That has worked for me. And again, I've seen that in Asia in Africa which have been such big teachers to me where you're right. just taking this little portion and giving it to your child
0: It seems like it's a lot easier. You
1: don't have to go and
0: look for well, like any type of formula or yeah, food or It's much
1: cheaper. It's easier. Right. It's, he's literally just eating whatever I eat and I don't make it a big thing. Right. It's just this natural we go to a restaurant I order food he eats it. Mm-hmm. You know and then we're home like we're all eating together. Mm-hmm. And I think if that's like a foundation that That's the way our family does it then you can continue that way. But like I said, if for moms out there that have older children, and are like, oh, shoot. It's not like you you know, you know screwed up. Right. It's just that works for you at the time. And then I would say, hey, maybe try to reintroduce the glowing green smoothie. You mm-hmm. can. I've done this with clients that have older kids. Add an extra banana. If mm-hmm. They're like, this is green. You could say, oh, this is a superhero drink. Like this <laughs> is why all these superheroes drink, you know, which is kind of fun. Right. But you, you just like rework things mm-hmm. um, in a new... Fun way you can make little upgrades like plant based cheese. There's so many amazing ones now. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried the Miyoko's? I brand? was. Ju- I just met
0: her again oh for gosh. the second time, oh, and I she know, was know. at Little Pine. She's incredible. She's incredible.
1: And you know what Kite Hill's doing? Like yeah. Um, even Daya, like some of the ones that are more commercially available. Right. Just swap things out for your kids. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they won't even notice the difference. Right. And there's a whole kids section in my new book as well mm-hmm. that was tested by Bubby, and you'd be amazed at how kids naturally mm. gravitate to a lot of these foods maybe they just don't know or they haven't been introduced yet
0: yeah that's beautiful i think it's so important because i know when i was a young child like i yes. ate everything but my mom made sure we had vegetables. She yes. made sure we had fruit every day. And she made sure we had all of the healthy things, too. I think that's what saved me. Yes. So even though we had snack cakes and Twinkies and all those things, we also had the high-fiber foods just kind of pushing everything out. Yes. And I feel like that that definitely helped us. But I definitely always say, like, I hope as healthy as I eat now makes up for all the stuff oh, that I ate. Oh, and the body regenerates right. all the time. Mm-hmm.
1: And so I say that a lot of moms ask me or you know, people, People in general, well, I'm eating this way and I want to be healthy, but right. I like these foods. And I say, hey, just pick three recipes mm-hmm. that you can master, simple, easy, mm-hmm. that taste good to you, that are healthier, like work them in your week or your monthly right. food, and then start with the morning practice. I love Take that. Probiot- when you reset your gut, it's easier to let go of old food cravings. Right. It's easier to actually make shifts in your life, whether it's mental, emotional, or physical. So if you do the, those two things... Do the morning routine, mm-hmm. get three recipes, and then just take steps and you and the family can do it together and don't beat That's yourself beautiful. up. Like,
0: That's beautiful. Progress on perfection. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Perfectly imperfect. So- <and> Perfectly imperfect. <laughs> Are you ready to get loved up? Join us for one of our upcoming Get Loved Up retreats or yoga teacher trainings. You will learn yoga philosophy, holistic health, and so much more. Whether you're looking to become a yoga teacher or just want to expand your knowledge on holistic health and yoga, this is a retreat for you. Visit GetLovedUpDaily.com for more information. So, tell me, what are your? Because you like get three recipes. So, what are your yes. favorite recipes out of the book? Ooh, um, mm-hmm.
1: so there's something. There's a there's a chickpea pesto stew. Ooh,
0: and for that me, sounds delicious. Soup <laughs>
1: is a huge. Um, a hugely important thing. Mm-hmm. Why? Number one, it's good. It's filling. All the nutrients stay. But number two, Koya, it is easy.
0: It's For a mom,
1: you throw everything in the pot mm-hmm. and you stir it. You add some herbs. You add some veggies. Whatever you're adding. But it's not time intensive. Mm-hmm. And as we're all busy as a mom, as a businesswoman, mm-hmm. I need easy. So right. soup is really important. I think to keep it fresh and exciting, we need to find new recipes. I right. had never put pesto in a stew before. I've mm. always put pesto in stuffed mushrooms or whatever. Right. So it's actually, I'll have to make it for you next time you come yes. over. It is delicious mm. in a stew. So I would say that's my number one. Number two is my clean lasagna recipe. Oh, I love lasagna. It's like Girl, my favorite. Girl, it's so good. I, I use uh, tempeh um. and plant-based cheese. But this recipe, instead of using even any type of noodle or gluten-free noodle, you cook the eggplant and the zucchini so the noodles are actually baked and cooked layers of veggies. Mm, I love and I've that. I've given this to Bubby. I've given this to clients and they're like, oh my God, this tastes so good. Because what happens is the sauce, the delicious sauce, all mm-hmm. the other components come forward mm-hmm. so you don't even miss it. So you're mm-hmm. having this really, really nourishing, fiber-filled, mineral-filled meal.
0: That sounds amazing. Um,
1: number three, I mean, I want to say the glow and greet smoothie, but that's in all my books. That's right. all around. That's at our juice bar. Um, but that's such a foundational part of the morning mm-hmm. ritual. I would say number three, but can I have a fourth? <laughs> you can have a fourth. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm a huge uh, healthy dessert person. Oh, yes. And this, I want to dispel the myth that if you want to be healthy, it means you can have no sugar. Right. We know sugar, refined sugar is you know, toxic, unhealthy. There's a million documentaries now about sugar. I get it, but I will say this, this is a lifestyle in Ayurvedic medicine. Sweet Madura is one of the six tastes. Mm -hmm. So I think it's unrealistic at least mm. for me, to think that we're never going to have any dessert ever again. Right. I mean, I lo- love dessert. I mm-hmm. eat dark chocolate. I have coconut ice cream. And we have a whole dessert section. Um, yes. So I have something, uh, my coconut wow cookies. Mm. They're gluten-free. They're plant-based. If you love coconut the way I do, they are mm. amazing. Okay,
0: I want to try those. Yes, <laughs> We have brownies, all kinds of things, but the, the, co- the coconut cookies are amazing. Mm, delicious. And I want to kind of dive into the sugar thing. I remember I had a client, and they're... Um, family member argued me black and blue about Ugh. sugar and fruit sugar. So oh. I want you to help just kind of give people the education. There's still a lot of people out there oh, I know. I that am- are like fruit is the worst thing on the planet. So what would you, can you give people a little, a bit of the science behind it? Now, we we all know, all the healthy people know that fruit is good for you. But can you give some, the people that don't think fruit is good for you, they are going scientifically. Can you scientifically tell people why fruit is good and necessary in the diet?
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's, we could go on for a long, long, long time about this. But Mm -hmm. one of the issues I think um, that I see in nutrition is people going into you know one study or the minutiae here and not kind of seeing the big picture. Mm-hmm. So it actually, when we see the big picture, it's very, very simple. Right. We look at the shape of our GI tract and it's squiggly wiggly. It's very, very long. And mm-hmm. it's very...
0: I just love how you say it squiggly wiggly. <laughs> yeah,
1: <that's laughs> but you know, if you get the visual of what our GI yeah. tract looks like. And the reason it's that way is mm-hmm. because plant food breaks down so quickly that we need more surface area. The villi, which actually pulled the nutrition from our um, GI tract into the bloodstream It needs a lot more surface area. And we look to nature and there's something in science called biomimicry, which is looking at similar species in nature and how they eat. Mm -hmm. So we know that we share the most DNA with chimpanzees and gorillas. Mm -hmm. I have had the honor of going to Rwanda and observing the gorillas and watching them, the strongest, most amazing animals. Pound Mm -hmm. for pound, they are the strongest animals and they're eating bamboo and greens all day long, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so we know, even though we can be omnivores, we look at the carnivores in nature, which have very short... Um, GI tracts and mm-hmm. because we have a hot mammalian b- body temperature the byproducts of the major protein digestion is, is able to exit the body more quickly right so again in nature we know we're meant to be more plant based even though for omnivores even we can handle some protein right. animal protein but then we look and we say oh you know if we were stuck in the wild mm-hmm. our primary fuel source where we'd be able to grab the fastest with our nimble fingers we don't have claws we don't have fangs would be fruit Mm-hmm. Right, and this is just common sense, but right. when you really think about it, fruit is a complete nutritional package mm-hmm. with fiber, vitamins, minerals, everything. It's one of the most amazing beauty foods. My first three books were the Beauty Detox series. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, in the beginning of my second book, I talked about foods for skin health and hair health. And fruit, any way you cut it, is going to be up there, especially right. amazingly high antioxidant fruits like mangoes, mm-hmm. by the way. So what we what we have today is people with studies saying oh but all sugar's bad but if we want to talk study for study then I'll also talk about a study that showed that actually excess animal or excess protein was really animal protein actually was proven in this one study to be more insulinogenic than white bread, which mm. means that was, that was transferring into sugar. Mm-hmm. And I believe that happens when we get away from natural foods and our right. natural diet and we end up over balancing certain parts, right? There is a relationship. I will say this between sugar and fat. Mm-hmm. So the way I teach people to eat fruit is on an empty stomach mm-hmm. or only with greens. Mm-hmm. So in the glowing green smoothie, it's greens, water lemon juice and fruit or i say you know have a piece of fruit in the morning after your ggs or have it mid-afternoon if you were to eat fruit let's say people say to me oh instead of having the chocolate cake i had new chicken and broccoli and then i had a pile of blueberries for dessert and that fruit made me bloated it's not making me feel good Mm
0: -hmm. it's because all
1: that it's like a traffic jam right it's like the analogy I use is you put the Ferrari before the Mack truck. <laughs> if you put the Mack truck first, mm-hmm. that chicken's going to take four hours or more to get through. Right. The blueberries, which digest in about 25 minutes out of your stomach into the duodenum, the top of your small intestine, mm-hmm. it means it's going to ferment. It's going to, you're going to feel bloated. Right. So first of all, have the fruit on an empty stomach. Mm-hmm. Second of all, something that comes from nature. This is where I think, you know, humility and humbleness. Mother nature is our biggest teacher. Mm-hmm. Who are we to think, you know, with all the scientific advancements, they can't even replicate all the amazing components in fruit. There was a study in my third book that broke down half a cup of apple mm-hmm. and they thought, and I'm not going to throw up the numbers because I don't know them exactly, but basically thought were, there was going to be this amount of milligrams of vitamin C. Mm-hmm. But when they measured the, um, the apple, I believe it was one four hundredth of the mm-hmm. amount of vitamin C. And they were like, well, what's all this activity? Koya, it was the synergy of the over 1800 compounds in the apple working together Mm. so there's this amazing harmony cofactor, synergy in nature which we don't even understand right so why cut out fruit which is all is power and glory of nature an amazing beauty and health food but a eat it on an empty stomach Mm -hmm. and b it is true if you have candida if you have an imbalance as i did for a while you it is helpful to repair your gut take probiotics eat raw sauerkraut maybe cut out high sugar fruit for a period mm-hmm. but a healthy body should be able to help eat healthy natural foods mm-hmm. so after a period I went back to fruit and I eat a tremendous amount of fruit every day
0: mm-hmm. one thing that because I, I had a period in my life where I struggled with candida as well. And I read this um, book and they basically taught me that, you know, we all have candida. It's the overgrowth of it. That is where it starts to get ignoring, annoying. And they actually taught me, you actually need to lower your fat because the fat grows candida and the sugar. Yes. The sugar feeds it. And when I did that, it was like,
1: Oh, I so, thank to feel thank you. so great. Thank you. And I, I forgot to talk about that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen What the Health? Yes, the I love that. So I'm actually in it, but mm-hmm. they cut out my belly, but I was, I was talking about maternal health. Right. But anyways, what I love about that documentary, and Dr. Bernard t- teaches, diabetes isn't this disease just of sugar, it's sugar and fat. Right. So when we're eating fat with sugar, what happens is the receptor sites get blocked and Mm -hmm. then the sugar is just circulating more in our system and that's affecting the insulin. Mm -hmm. So should you eat fruit, On an empty stomach, you're not going to get that effect. Fruit cannot be compared to refined sugar. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Sugar, on some level, is sugar. But when it's... And again, there's another study on mangoes that I read about. It's so high in vitamin C and antioxidants. It actually cancels out the small amount of naturally occurring fructose. It's not like eating fructose corn syrup or all these super processed products. I'm a huge believer in fruit. And Mm -hmm. it drives me nuts at my juice bar at the Four Seasons when people Mm -hmm. are like... No banana for me, but triple the protein powder. Right. And we just think, oh, we need all of this, mm-hmm. but we're not eating the natural foods. Right. So. And that's
0: so important. What do you feel about, because you, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but... I think it's so important to people understand the sugar in bread, rice, pasta versus the fruit sugar. Yes. And I feel like some people will continue eating all the bread, rice, and pasta, or even eat like moderate amounts, but then no fruit. So I feel like can you speak a little bit on what you feel about the high high fructose corn syrup in most packaged breads? Yes. And and the sugar in. Carbohydrates, which fruit and bread and pasta, they're all carbohydrates. So when you have those two, what would you say the balance should be in consumption?
1: Sure. So first of all, I say my approach is that we need all the macronutrients we mm-hmm. need fat we need protein and we need mm-hmm. carbohydrates and i have found that my body is balanced the most when i really honor and respect that like i said with that earlier study about too much protein actually converts to sugar and that's why it kind of shifted away from paleo into to keto by the mm-hmm. way a lot of people are like oh my gosh too much protein is bad, bad. right <laughs> uh, so i say i am actually um You know, again, in my Radical Beauty book that I wrote with Deepak Chopra, I talk about the, we talk about the ratio percentages. Mm -hmm. Everybody's body is different. Everybody's bodily constitution is different. So some people do do better with more carbs. Some people do do better with more fat. I don't think there's a one size Mm fits all. But one thing I'll say is I don't think we need to overvalue protein. Mm -hmm. I think if you eat whole foods, we get this question all the time as vegans, you're naturally going to get, you know, if you're not eating junk food, if you're not eating white flour all the time, you're going to get enough protein Mm -hmm. and for me the carbohydrate part I do eat fruits and vegetables but I do eat gluten free grains I Mm -hmm. love I eat gluten free wraps like I was saying Mm -hmm. I have brown rice I have quinoa I soak and I sprout all the time which helps to remove lectins and certain things and then I eat healthy fat Mm-hmm. I eat avocados on my tree. Remember, I gave you one the uh, other she day. She has
0: the most gorgeous avocado tree in her backyard. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen an avocado tree like this in someone's backyard. I was like, I want yes. that. <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah, so give it a couple days. I learned that they don't mature on the tree, or at least my tree. I have to pull them off and then they ripen. Right. But so for me, it's, I run into, I think we run into problems where we cut one thing out, like this mm-hmm. whole no carb thing. I mean, look mm-hmm. at, Atkins, the people, the people I see that have been trying that, they get lines on their forehead. They start right. to look older. Mm-hmm. And for me, my program isn't just about weight loss; it's about glowing skin, healthy energy, mm-hmm. you know, just overall balance and vitality. So I think it's important to have. Carbs, protein, and fat, the ratios is made different for each person, but right. sticking to non-process, sticking to gluten-free, generally a lot of people have difficulty digesting gluten.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's and dive into
0: okay. that a little bit, the gluten-free, because I feel like, you know, of course, people that have celiac and things like that, they, you know, can't have a lot of gluten, but I find, me personally, I do better off when I don't, I, you know, go for gluten-free. So can you talk to us a little bit about gluten and its effect on the body?
1: Sure. So, gluten is a sticky protein, um, Mm -hmm. and what happens in the United States specifically, they add more like forms of it into bread to increase the shelf, you know, the
0: shelf life. Yeah, the Mm -hmm. stability
1: of it over time. So, I think it's important that we, you know, goes back to my philosophy about feeling good, Mm -hmm. connecting back with your body, what works for you, and what doesn't. When if I get if I have gluten and I'm, you know, Asian, so my ancestors didn't really eat a lot of bread. We eat a lot of rice. So yeah. it doesn't really work for my constitution. I find that I get really bloated, I don't feel great. Mm-hmm. So I just know when I cut it out, this is where an elimination diet can be really helpful. Right. I just had more energy and I felt better. Mm-hmm. Now my partner is of, you know, Irish German descent. Mm-hmm. And his ancestors did eat it a lot and he does great with gluten. Mm-hmm. So this is where I think we need to like pick and choose just because the whole, you know, the media says all these things are mm-hmm. bad. You know, you just want to feel your body mm-hmm. because it can help digestion. But one thing I will say across the board, in my opinion, is you know most, most people, if not all, would do better switching off dairy.
0: Mm, okay. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, g- g- <laughs> right.
1: Like some people are like, you know, I do really well with a sprouted wheat bread. Like he does mm-hmm. great. But the dairy is a downer. Mm-hmm. It's not intended for adult humans. Mm,
0: that's beautiful. So what <laughs> else do you feel like, okay, like we should definitely cut this. We would be better off. If we, if you eliminate this from your diet, even though knowing everyone else is different, but dairy is one of them. You're like, everyone would be better off if they eliminate or lower their amount of dairy. Are there any other things you suggest?
1: Well, one thing I'll say, and I'll take it back to the direction of the book, which is like perfectly imperfect and letting Mm -hmm. go of the rigidity. Something we talked about is I think the guilt and the shame. The parts Mm -hmm. like even separate to food. I meet so many women and they eat something and they really come to me almost like they're confessing a murder. Mm. I ate Mm. some, you know, Mm -hmm. cheese on my salad today. Right. And you and I talked about the importance Mm -hmm. of, first of all, I'm a big believer in, you know, prayer, gratitude, blessings, like before you eat treating it as sacred Mm -hmm. because this is going to become part of your body. We're integrating this energy. So even if we live in a fast, chaotic world, whenever you sit down, even if it's the middle of your work day, just take a moment to really bless your food be grateful mm-hmm. and that will really help open up your body i think to receiving it really does something mm-hmm. intention the mind is connected to the everything the adrenals and the hormones mm-hmm. and our whole gi tract so i think it's really important that we don't get into this like right or wrong so much right. but just the gratitude and also i don't like the word cheat mm-hmm. like i, I just <laughs> think that in, that's so guilt invoking right. it's more hey you know what I was stressed and it felt good to me to have this ice cream. But now after having it, I tune back in. It doesn't feel so good. So tomorrow I'm not going to do it. Right. So we just keep checking back in with mm-hmm. ourselves. And I find the people that are less rigid tend to be the ones that are on this upward progression of a lifestyle mm-hmm. versus kind of like the fad diet, like right. on and off. And I think that's really important is mm-hmm. taking steps towards that you
0: can stick with. Right. So you feel like it's more like intuitive eating. So, really finding out what's going to work for you and your lifestyle.
1: Yes. And, like, yeah, all these little steps, like we talked about, finding a couple recipes that work, starting the morning with the morning routine, mm-hmm. um, checking back in, really paying attention. Um, my third book talked a lot about the nine top food cravings, mm-hmm. too, and like what meant what. So, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of layers right. in here, but it comes, Full circle, you mm-hmm. know. And this book talks a lot about, you know, body shame and hyper fixating on the outside. And the ironic mm-hmm. thing, Koya, is when we drop in deeper and we connect mm-hmm. back in. We tend to, well, we feel good, but we tend to look good, too. Right. Because it means we have less stress and adrenals. And it shows up with better blood flow, better circulation, better skin. Mm-hmm. And one thing I'll say, too, is this: uh, the book opens to this section called The And Principle. Uh-huh. And this has helped me tremendously. I feel like we live in this world like this is be- Like the gluten. Like we mm-hmm. listen to the news. It's like bad or good. Right. Women are like, I'm fat or I'm skinny. I'm pretty or I'm not. I'm a Mm -hmm. success or I'm not. And it's just like, it's so stressful. And that when we are in that, that constant stress, that fight or flight, I feel the body holds on. It's Mm -hmm. harder to lose weight. It's harder to let go of toxicity, whether it be endogenous or exogenous, we just hold. And if we switch or to and it's inclusive, it's the wholeness. Mm. I'm trying to be healthy. And sometimes I mess up and I eat a pint of ice cream. Mm -hmm. I am a good mom and sometimes I just need more space and time to myself. Mm -hmm. So it's accepting ourselves. And again, once we are more of this and mentality, Mm -hmm. everything lets go, everything resets, our hormones reset, everything. I mean, it's amazing. And that's what I would want. People to really take away is it doesn't have mm-hmm. to, and I've been through it like I said I've been through the diets I've been through beating myself up right. I am a recovering perfectionist mm-hmm. and it doesn't
0: have to be that way it doesn't have to be that hard right what do you feel like something is that you're struggling with right now
1: Well, (laughs) that you can
0: share. (laughs) Well,
1: it's, you know, the things that, what's interesting is every time I write a book, I'm writing about the things that I'm also working on. Mm -hmm. So my first book, The Beauty Detox Solution, was when I was really learning about how to eat and break free of dieting, Mm because it was all new concepts for me, you know, and it keeps going on and on. So this book, you know, I think I'm the, the, the closest I've ever been to my, I've made a lot of progress in not beating myself up to accepting my humanness and my imperfections. But sometimes it's hard, you know, and I still experience those moments of self-doubt and going down that rabbit hole Mm -hmm. and judging myself, I think. So I still
0: do struggle with that all the time. Mm -hmm. How do you pull yourself out of that self-judgment when you're getting like, you know, like give us an example of how you would judge yourself and how you would pull yourself out.
1: Yeah, so... I mean, I've had, I forget his name, Pedram Shojai came on my podcast and he talks about not having a rolling to-do list, Mm -hmm. which I do all the time. (laughs) I have this whole list and I never get it done. Mm -hmm. So then I, you know, last week I hit like a a breaking point. I Mm -hmm. had to travel back to New York for three days with my son. Like I'm running around, still doing a lot of press for the book. Like it's crazy. And I look at this list and I'm like, what the F? Like I haven't done anything on my list what are you doing? You're messing up. Like I hear myself spiraling that way. Mm. And so my way of, you know, I, 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 t- I talk about this in book. It's the stumbling block detox. I call it cause that stumbles, you know, that's like I get into a form of toxicity, right? Where right. I get into my head and then I start wanting the chocolate and then my breath gets shallow and then it just goes, my creativity goes, everything goes out the window. Mm. So what I do is I stop mm-hmm. just no more talking, even if it's mid sentence, I just stop Mm -hmm. and I take some breaths and then I ask myself, why am I so upset right now? Mm -hmm. And it usually comes down to the root of not enoughness, not doing enough. And then I, you know, then, then I remind myself. I'm worthy. We are all worthy not because of what we do, mm-hmm. but who we are. Mm-hmm.
0: So I force
1: myself to pause and then I bring it back to that. And for me, I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. I'm a journaler. So I usually have my notebook. Mm-hmm. I have a notebook for work and a notebook for my personal. I usually right. get it out and for me, I like writing affirmations. I'm enough as I am. Mm-hmm. Like the something about writing and connecting my brain, you know, what I'm thinking to paper helps me a lot right. so some people are more visual learners some people are you know we we all learn and we process things in different way I have found mm-hmm. what works for me is taking that pause breathing breaking the cycle don't mm-hmm. even keep going in the sentence right because then I'll stress my team out too and that's what I've done in the past I've you know taken frustrations out I'm like hey guys like you're not doing enough because I feel like I'm not doing enough mm-hmm. so I don't let myself contact anybody right. or call anybody or do, no emails <laughs> be here now right. remind myself I'm enough Mm -hmm. I'm doing my best. And usually, Koya, that break involves me getting up and going in the bathroom Mm -hmm. and washing my hands or my face. Like, I change environment, and that Mm -hmm. usually helps me break the cycle.
0: I think that's really great advice, especially when you said – when you feel this way not really talking to someone oh, no. because I think that especially when you're running a company it's really easy for you to bring that heat, that energy, that anger all the way down the chain yes. and when you can stop it and say you know what let me own this and let me process this myself then your whole team is not like ah, what did I do wrong? That's yeah so it's beautiful. like a
1: fire like we don't mm-hmm. want to like spread the fire and I think you know a couple of years ago when I was starting out I didn't <laughs> Really understand how much we impact each other. Right. And energy is so important. Mm-hmm. So we are responsible for our own feelings and emotions. Mm-hmm. So if I'm feeling that way, it's up to me to calm myself down and not project it out because it just mm-hmm. hurts me worse. And then I feel bad if I, you know, lash out at someone or I send a mean email or whatever. It's better just take it in, take a moment, process, you know, shift environment, go for a walk, do whatever and then deal with it calmly. Mhm. And so that is, you know, we're all works in progress. Right. But in the, but at the same time realize again we're perfect and we're imperfect. Mm-hmm. The divine part this Point of light within a greater light the part of us the beingness right is always there and mm-hmm. i always have to remind myself that too and then the imperfections the doing the running around that's never gonna that's not we're never gonna get our perfection from there mm-hmm. we're always gonna want to look better or fix our hair or skin or right. have a better job better boyfriend like that's all that mm-hmm. and if we're connected to the perfect part which happened for me when my mom passed is like Again, shook me to the core, blasted open my heart. So Mm -hmm. I reconnected. I I got a deeper spiritual bridge, I would say. Mm -hmm. So the imperfections don't seem as serious to me anymore.
0: Right. That's beautiful. And so that perspective helps too. Mm. So I have a question. One one more question for you. And I ask every guest this. How do you get loved up? And I know you've given us a lot of tips. But beyond that, what do you do that just makes you feel good? Hmm.
1: So I, so even in the busyness, we'll bring it full circle. Mm -hmm. What makes me feel loved up is time alone.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need it. Yeah. I really need
1: it. Uh And I, if I don't carve that out, I start to feel lost. Mm -hmm. This is my self-care is Mm -hmm. time alone. Like Mm -hmm. I need... I'm around a lot of people, yeah. as are you. Like it's just a lot between my mom's groups and the business and the you know, meetings, everything. So for me, it's in the morning, mm-hmm. I get up early and I do a beach walk by myself. Mm. And then in the evening, I need time. I'm in the bathroom for a long time. I take a long shower. Right. I do my whole skincare routine. I'm really into skincare, which is part mm-hmm. of Saluna. And I just need time without talking, without my energy going out, I pull it back in and then I meditate in the morning and night. And to me, that alone time, that stillness, that reconnection really makes me feel loved up.
0: I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> Cause I'm the same way. Morning and night. If I can have a couple hours, oh man. I will be the best person for everybody else. That it's is like beautiful. recharging. I'm
1: plugging back in. You know, we mm-hmm. all have this, in, you know, we're connected to source. And right. when we go back in, because our energy, our senses are always out, out, out. So when mm-hmm. we pull it back in, and I can be with people and not get as stressed and deal with my, you know, my son, the mess and everything, and kind of laugh more and not be like, oh, the house.
0: you know, right. <laughs> it's just that time alone, I think, is really precious. That's beautiful. And I want you to share with everyone what do you have for others because Get Loved Up is love yourself, love others, love the planet. So you have a lot available for others. Oh, so yes. please share with everyone where they can find you and what you have coming yes. up.
1: Yes. So I'm on, on Instagram. I'm at, at underscore Kimberly Snyder mm-hmm. and the website website. website is mysaluna.com. Saluna has non-toxic, high-performance skincare. We have supplements, including my formulations for SBO probiotics, digestive enzymes, detoxy things that will really change your life. We have um, digital courses. We have articles. I also have a podcast. So it's all mysaluna.com. And the new book is called Recipes for Your Perfectly Imperfect Life. And like you said, Koya, I think it's the best one. There's over 100 healing, easy, plant-based food recipes in the back. And the whole first part are life recipes about getting past self-doubt and connecting back with yourself and finding peace in our messy, perfectly imperfect
0: lives. Mm, That's beautiful. Thank you so so much. much. Love being with you. Of course, everything you're doing is impacting the world in such a beautiful way. I really appreciate you. And at the end, we just do a little heart and then toss it towards the camera. Until next time, get loved up. Thank you for listening to the Get Loved Up podcast, where we inspire you to love yourself more, love others more, and love the planet more. If you want to dive deeper into your personal practice of love consciousness, pre-order a copy of my new book, Let Your Fears Make You Fierce. In this book, I share my personal stories and daily practices I use to turn common obstacles into seeds for growth. Whether you're struggling or just want to level up, this book will give you the tools you need to let your best self shine. Order your copy and a copy for a friend today.